this is Mariah. And this is Jess. And this is Rose. And, and this, this is Foolish Gals Podcast. Your thing is like fast enough. Your key mouth. Oh, my mouth is really way fucking faster than mine. Because I was like hypersensitivity. And then I was like, and I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Uh, mine is not that fat. Which is surprising because this is a gaming laptop. Wasn't yours too? Um, yeah. But I, it's not technically a gaming laptop. It's oh. just, it basically has almost the exact same processor. His probably, that one probably has a bigger processor. Right, because this one's meant for gaming. And you can tell where he had that mm-hmm. terabyte thing because he had mm-hmm. a Velcro. Because the like the cord that it came with was like, you know, this fucking long. So he didn't want to buy a longer cord. Mm-hmm. Cords are expensive. For what fucking reason? I don't know. Because they're stupid. Greedy motherfuckers. For real. Okay, let me just take a So Mariah is baby free. I am now wearing the baby. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, his thing now. By the way, I forgot the fox hood thing that goes into that fraction. His thing now is to just wall his head back. So okay, well, he doesn't. Well, sometimes he still tries to suffocate himself, but well, he's fine right now. I'm not sure. Oh shit, he's fine. Um, okay. I love him. Nothing will ever happen to him. I always tell people, I'm like, you know. This is why I don't need kids because I have so many kids and I would literally murder people for them. Right. Right. I don't right. care. Same. Absolutely. I am that and fuck with me and find out. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Same for your kid. Aww, I will fair. fuck with me and find out. Yeah. I'm like that for any kid. If I see a kid getting literally hurt, any no, kid. I'm sorry. This is just a word of warning to anybody who can fucking hear it. Universe. But like if I see you smack the shit out of your kid, oh, I get a reaction. I'm coming up oh, and smacking no, the shit out of you. And then I look at you like, I'm just teaching you a lesson. It's because I care about you. I need you to know we don't hit people. So I had to hit you. So you know not to hit people. I have to teach you a lesson. Like, that doesn't compute. Yeah. I love it. So fucking Yeah, I'm going to teach you how to not hit people by, by hitting, hitting you. Hitting him. Yeah. Yeah, oh, it checks out. I'm gonna sense. teach you not to snatch toys by snatching shit from, from you. The yeah. fuck? Use your fucking brain. Literally. Just Remember. have a conversation. Just tell them. Remind right. to them. Remember. Be like, right. hey, you know, we don't do this. It's Remember. not very nice. Like, it, it's okay to, like, treat your child like a human and not yeah. a fucking dog. You, literally. They're not well, a pet. And you, and you shouldn't treat They're your human dog beings. Well, super yeah. Cool. That's true, but. To be fair, did not ask to be here, so exactly. you can yeah. have the decency to treat them like a goddamn Right, and like, I'm sorry, if that kid is there, you decided to have that kid. Yep. Yep. You decided. Um, mm-hmm. Anyways, all that aside, well, on the <laughs> subject of kids, though, I am doing, it's a two-parter. Maybe I might have to split it more a little bit, but um, it is like nursery rhymes and common, like, sayings, phrases, oh. da 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 um, I'll get into like why I chose this topic like at the end of this first little part here but um, the one I decided to start with is the one for sorrow so that's like the counting crows thing one for sorrow two for joy um, so a very common like modern version is one for sorrow two for joy three for a girl four for a boy five for silver six for gold seven for a secret never to be told and that is like the one I knew for like the longest time. Mm-hmm. I consider myself, oh, sorry. Yeah, anyway, no, sorry guys. <laughs> I'm not used to having a laptop, okay? Big news, it's not handwritten notes. I ha- now have a laptop, so mine. <laughs> Anyways. But that's the one I grew up with. And then 
I didn't realize that it like went on after that. I did know it's like about corvids. I always thought it was just like crows and ravens, but I guess like it's also including like magpies and other birds in the corvid family. Hmm. Which I did not know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Fun fact. But like I guess that makes With sense them. because like magpies are like an Australian thing, so oh yeah, I didn't even pick up on that. <laughs> <laughs> but um pew, 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 pew. <laughs> trying to wake up and I'm like, don't let <laughs> uh, Like what time is it? Um, I don't know. Yeah, normally he like finally will conk out around this time, maybe 45 minutes ago to like Oh, yeah, so perfect time in the videos. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. But according to superstition, the number of birds you see will tell you if you have good or bad luck or like will kind of help foretell your future a little bit. Mm-hmm. And like I said, that mm-hmm. the one I just read is like the version that I grew up with. And I did not realize it continues, but it does in fact continue. Eight for a wish, nine for a kiss, ten for a surprise you should be careful not to miss, eleven for health, twelve for wealth, thirteen beware, it's the devil himself. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, wow. it's it like dark real fucking yeah. It goes from like wealth Zero to the to fucking devil. Yeah. It's like, oh, here's money, but also it's the fucking devil. Yeah. Like, fucking wild. That's real, like, you can tell that was written old school. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> the um, devil. Literally old school. So, as I said, it's connected to corvids, you know, crows, mm-hmm. ravens, magpies, but even as far back as the early 16th century, <laughs> these are, like, birds that have been considered bad omens pretty much across the world. Um, yeah, like, yes. think about so it. pretty. Well, well it's like I'm going to guess it's because they're yes. smart. Yeah, okay. well, yeah, they're smart. They're not uh, dude, so I want to befriend a murder of crows. Same, I want a murder of crows I in want my house. <laughs> Literally, actually, And, like, I don't please. even like birds. Well, I'm terrified yeah, of same. birds. But the reason is because I've been attacked by so many birds in my life. Because I don't know if you can tell because, like, the lighting stuff. My hair is, like, white blonde, like, bleach blonde. Like, my daughter's blonde. Mm-hmm. And so birds, my I grew up around the farm, so mm-hmm. birds oh, always I just like snatched. This shit, the amount of times I probably have scars on my scalp from fucking town. Right. Should but I love crows and ravens. Oh, Not yeah. so much magpies because they're mean little yeah. fucks, but that everyone loves crows and ravens. Well, yeah. Did you know um, Nicholas Cage had one, and he what he trained it, <gasps> and it hates him. It's funny. <laughs> it's funny, actually. His son is like super goth too. It's hilarious. Oh my god! Oh, yeah, I do that's know what about that. Yeah. yeah. And then like um, he's starring as Dracula in yep. a new oh, movie. Oh yeah, dude. I want to. Isn't that a yeah? I want to see that. Probably. Who is the co-star? Nicholas Holt, right? Yeah. Yeah. God, remember warm bodies. <laughs> warm bodies, holy shit. Okay, Loki though, for such like a lighthearted zombie movie, those fucking running zombies were terrifying. No, actually, <laughs> oh, yeah. Bro, Excuse why are you me, so sir. That's yeah. like zombie. You guys seen The Last of Us? Oh my god. Uh, no, it's been on my list, but um, I don't get a lot of oh, TV the time. TV show. <laughs> I've watched the. I've done the game. Pedro Pascal. Oh my god, dude, I love him. And he's like a respectful king. Oh, he's dude, even come out and said he thinks it's I'm weird good. to date like super did you, younger. Did you ever oh. see where he talks to um his co-host on 
Blast of us, so why he does this in all his new pictures, like on red carpet. So, like, I do this a lot because that's where the anxiety is. Because in pictures, you'll see him pose and hold his jacket or yeah. like on his chest, and say, like, I do that because that's where the anxiety is. And I'm like, so human. I, I love, love it. He's so awesome. He's the best. Oh, best and best. He's the best. All right. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Okay, Back to no, like, you know. So, anyways. Um, the first recorded, like, version of this rhyme we have is in Samuel Johnson and George Stevens's 1780 supplement to their 1778 edition of the plays of William Shakespeare. Mm. Um, and so the original lyric was one for sorrow, two for mirth, three for a wedding, four for death. Where's the fucking Whoa, line what? in Shakespeare? But, like, what? Uh, uh, <laughs> four for death, I guess. Yeah, after talking about love. Like, <laughs> love, love, and death. <laughs> Loki, my efficient, my therapist, was like, when have I started the wedding? I went, love, 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 from Princess Bride. Oh, my God. I was like, you can do it, but I'm gonna start laughing. Gonna <laughs> anyway, sorry. I won't be able to keep a straight face, but sure, I'll She's like, do you guess. think anybody there will understand it? And like, our friends would. I mean, probably. The rest yeah. of them, probably not. <laughs> anyway. But then we get one of our earliest extended versions of it, with variations, obviously, mm-hmm. and it was published in Proverbs and Popular Sayings by Michael Aislaby Denham. Which was out, he was in London in 1846, that's when it was published. Mm-hmm. And the extended version is one for sorrow, two for luck or mirth, uh, three for a wedding, four for death or birth, uh, five for silver, six for gold, seven for a secret, not to be told, eight mm-hmm. for heaven, nine for hell, and ten for the devil's own self. So very similar to like the yeah. version that we know. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I had no idea it even extended past like ten. No, the full version actually goes up to 20. Oh, <laughs> And there obviously are variations, but don't worry, I have a couple of them. I have oh, it all the way up to 20 and then one variation for you, wow. okay? So, one for sorrow, two for joy, three for a girl, four for a boy, five for silver, six for gold, seven for a secret, never to be told, eight for a wish, nine for a kiss, ten for a bird you must not miss, eleven for health, 12 for wealth, 13 beware, it's the devil himself, 14 make your choice, 15 take your pick, 16 the sweetest, 17 your heart's wish, 18 for a letter, 19 for better, 20 the future, it's now or never. Hmm. Like listen it gets intense in there. Yeah, no. And then we come to the version that like had me on this whole thing. Like it started it all for me, this whole little episode. Okay. okay. So there's a creator on TikTok and his name is William Moore. And he does like loads of these nursery rhymes sure. and common sayings and like riddles Moore, and stuff. Yeah. Um, and he's even described them. I don't remember exactly how he says it, but he basically says they're like nursery rhymes with a Lovecraftian twist. And like, I'm a Lovecraft girly, okay? Right. <laughs> That's me. Love it. <laughs> Um, but he is actually, I just want to give him like a cool, like really awesome shout out because it's something I'm super excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, he's actually writing a book 
um, titled The Grimoire of Forgotten Fairy Tales. And when I last checked his Kickstarter for the book, it did say that pre-order details are coming soon. Oh, exciting! Um, so, like, listen, I'm too broke to, like, be ordering it, but if anybody wants to, like, gift it, I think it would be super cool. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, you know, obviously since he's like twisting it and like adding stuff mm-hmm. to it, his version's only like on TikTok, but he did make it like actual sound yeah. on TikTok. Um, that's why I was like not so hesitant about putting it here. Right. Because he made it like an actual public sound. Yes. So his version is one for sorrow, two for joy, three for a girl, four for a boy, five for silver, six for gold, seven for a secret never to be told. And then this is when it starts to like diverge from like the original version. He starts putting his own twist on it. Eight for a tale the stars have spun. Nine for a gate that cannot be undone. Ten for a river of forgotten lore. Eleven for a key to the spectral door. Twelve for a mirror that reflects the light. Thirteen for a beast that lives in spite. Fourteen for a realm beyond our reach. Fifteen for a speech no tongue can teach. Sixteen for a dream trapped in stone. Seventeen for the old god's hollow moan. Eighteen for the abyss that gazes back. Nineteen for the cosmic formless rack. Twenty for a magpie's final verse in a universe where the shadows converse. The end of the rhyme, the start of the dread, where not a single word is said. Oh my what? god! Uh, when he described it like Lovecraft and twist, one hundred percent. You're gonna tell me that like Lovecraft is not looking oh, up from hell and being like, "Damn, okay, jeez, oh, man." Oh, dude. All right. Look at what um, the hell? Y'all created like, like, a like, That's not saying like, yeah. what the fuck? And like, how this, do you even? Uh, on his bio on TikTok, I believe it's I believe it says he's like an actor and stuff. Oh, but like, okay. but like, oh my wow. god, this gives me like the chili willies, but no. like in the best way possible. Yes. Like I'm sorry, yeah. lines like the old gods hollow moan. Yeah. Oh. I have okay. these printed out on really cool paper. Actually, oh yeah. That's why I love the book no, because this yeah. is gonna be in the book along with like a lively other oh, ones. Yeah. Someone can make this digital art for me. It's like <laughs> yeah, this crazy skull, skull, scroll <laughs> thing that I can hang on my wall. I'll be very happy. Right. Or, um, William, if this gets mm-hmm. back to you, maybe like you should start a merch line with this stuff. I don't oh, know if you've like done that. I would sir, wear but, like, shit out of this. I, oh I would buy that shit if I, I had money. <laughs> Dude, like get, make some stationery, like get a notebook right. and have oh, a cover yeah. of a notebook or something. Right. That would be really cool. God damn. Oh my god, and that stuff he could even sell is like printable. Wait, I mean, do you want us to like help you? I mean, <laughs> yeah. design from separate. Are we gonna collab? Oh. Can we collab? Okay. <laughs> oh. Again, reach us out our social media, school's got podcasts on Instagram and, and TikTok. Twitter? <laughs> Cool, yeah, because yeah, yeah. 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 Fuck up. Anyway, you'll, you'll, you'll get there. Um, so that is the end. Uh, we can uh, also, um, sorry. No, you're good. My brain was going to forget. It's we fine. can also change, we could also shorten it and change it. Yeah, I was thinking of once yeah. I take over, just trying to find a name that matches and still fits with. Because I was thinking right. to do the ghoulish guy or like find a way that it 
fits and or maybe if we just, just like ghoulish gals or g yeah exactly or something like that just like or g gals or ghoul yeah, gals something. or something that yeah. hopefully is not taken mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well we'll see what we can come mm-hmm. up with well, well rose we'll see rose we'll see I, i'll take care of it don't worry um but yeah that is the end of one for sorrow i decided to end it on like in my opinion the coolest fucking version yeah no i, was, I, have, a, uh, I, like I have a love that one it's so fucking, fucking good them. it really is I mean, I think he's maybe from like Australia. He sounds like he's got an Aussie yeah. accent. So, I thought the well, guy with him. the really wavy, long red hair is it? Well, his hair isn't that long. I don't think. I don't. Think or is it shoulder length? I don't. Does think he do all the so. Prince stuff? Like the like he's up. No, no. Like any <laughs> cosplay stuff? I've not seen him doing like any dressing up stuff. I gotta look on TikTok. <laughs> okay. I shall move on while I wait. Uh, so the next one I have is blood is sicker than water. Mm. Now I, oh, first of all, we all know that the phrase is basically used to say that like your family ties, right. which are the blood ties, is much more important than like any other ties you can ever make. Which I completely disagree with. Uh, <laughs> so like I heard the version where, and I talk about it later, but the version where it's like, a lot of people think the full thing is like, um, the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb, which would actually obviously indicate the opposite. The friends mm-hmm. you make and like the relationships you make are the more important, more, stronger. Yeah. Um, turns out that might not actually be the yeah. case, but that is like often the case with stuff like this. What? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I'm just vibing. I, I heard a giggle. I was like, hey, you good? <laughs> So, obviously, we all want to know where it comes from, right? We're here for Mariah's history lesson. That's all we want out of life. Yes. Duh. Of course. (laughs) So, some people believe it can actually be attributed to a Scottish novel that was written by Sir Walter Scott. Um, The name of that novel is Guy Mannering, and it was written in 1815. But actually, if you look at some sources, they will list many of his books, um, saying that he had, like, references to it in many of those books. I only listed the one because it was the one in every single resource or article, research, whatever. Um, But there are actually earlier references to similar phrases in other Scottish resources Mm. like that were not (laughs) Sir Walter Scott's writing, basically. Um, So in 1737, um, in Alan Ramsay's book, An Excellent Collection of the Best Scotch Proverbs, um, there was reference to it, but I couldn't find like the actual reference. Yeah. Um, and then in 1789, in a book called Zalugo, Various Views of Human Nature Taken from Life and Manners, uh, which was written by John Moore, um, there was a reference that said, I do feel like, I do feel that I like my old friends the better in proportion as I increase my new acquaintance. So you see, there is little danger of my forgetting them, and far less than my blood relations, for surely blood is thicker than water. Mm-hmm. Um, other sources say it was from a medieval German beast epic. Listen, oh. <laughs> I'm going to do my best with the name, okay, of this. <laughs> I have faith. I have faith. You know. So this. it was apparently written by Heinrich der Glitch. No, Glitch. Gizare? I did my best. Honestly, okay. better than I would have done it, so kudos <laughs> to you. 
<laughs> huh? German? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, and that was written in the 12th century, around 1180. <laughs> My American brain has, like, no way to fathom 1180. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Turn uh, French there. <laughs> I mean that in the best way possible. I and your French are some of the best. <laughs> Hold on. Is Mashari French or is that like Cajun? Because I know like Cajun is like kind of a French. Well, Mon Chéri is my sweetheart. Yeah, French. Yeah. yeah. Mon Chéri. Mon Chéri. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Well, I was gonna like. I listen to a lot of French music. I'm not trying to make fun. I genuinely love the French culture. Oh yeah, I think French is such a pretty sounding language. I wish I could speak. Like you could cuss me out in French, and I'd be like, like, I'd fall in love. Wow! Yeah. (laughs) Literally, I'd be smitten. (laughs) Swoon. (laughs) I'd be swooning. (laughs) But when when it's translated into English from his book. It actually reads, I also hear it said that kin blood is not spoiled by water, or something very similar. Some right. translations have like different words, Essentially but it's very the similar. Same, yeah. Then there are also other references to similar phrases um, much earlier than that. Like there's one in 1412 by an English priest, John Lydgate, in Troy Book, and his quote is, Relationships with the family are stronger than any other kind. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Yeah, like ours is the most basic. Fuck you. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, but it's not the case in every family. No, no, it is not. Um, And then, of course, we have like more modern versions as well. There's a version from Aldous Huxley in Ninth Philosopher's Song from 1920, and that one reads. Blood, as all men know, then water is thicker. But water's wider, thank the Lord, than blood. Um, and then you have water is wider. Yeah, I was just yeah. thinking that. Oh, water. yeah. No, water. Yeah, water's wider. I don't know, man. I don't know. Okay, I don't sure. We'll go with it. Oh, I I think I see because water you can have. Maybe I'm reading into it weirdly, but um, it to me it seems like he's trying to say like. Waters are wide and vast, which means your relationships with other people can be, whereas oh, blood is so thin. Like, thick. the what it flows through is so much thinner than, yeah. like, a river. Right. That, like, it's better to make those friendships. With the well, he's, like, or, his is, like, family. Yeah. First. That's what yeah. he's um, saying. Yeah. So I have, I have no idea. That one um, goes, like, a little over my head, I'm going to be honest. Like, the way it's phrased and stuff. It's just, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. Or maybe because water is so wide, there's so many options. Oh, yeah, maybe. Whereas blood, since the vessels are so thin, like, you only have so much family. Yeah, also, like, fun fact, blood is actually thicker than water, in case anybody was unaware of that. Well, I've never seen blood, you know. God, I hope so. Um, So many sources had to, like, make it a point to, like, say that, and I was like, are there people who haven't seen blood compared to like water like have you never bled before not viscous but like thicker right right well i mean it also depends well i mean yeah like i mean like like how the wound is because sometimes if it's like a A major artery if it's a little cut it's like really thin right 
Like, well, it doesn't really matter. It's just like some cuts bleed more than mm -hmm. others, which I guess could maybe add to like the illusion of like maybe thinner or thicker, mm -hmm. depending on how much it bleeds. Um, but then we have U.S. Navy Commodore Josiah Tatnall, um, who is oftentimes credited for making it like a mainstream saying um, in 1859, as he used it to defend the aid of his ship, which was an American ship, to a British ship during an attack on the Chinese. And then, of course, we touched on it previously. There's also the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb, which, like I said, would mean the opposite. Yeah. Your friends are more important. Right. Um, and I've heard this, like I said, many, many times as being like the original like quote or version. Yeah, but it doesn't actually appear to be the case. It, from my research, it kind of appears to be like a mix-up of, like from two different people, just kind of like, right. it'll make sense, hopefully, yeah. my thought process. But there's two people, author, or this man was an author, his name was Albert Jack, and then, I'm going to mispronounce this, Mesonic, like Messiah, but Messianic. I don't know. Okay. I'm trying. <laughs> um, he's a hey, rabbi, Richard Pustelniak. Sure. I try so hard, y'all, on these pronunciations. <laughs> the thing is, we don't really know how they got to this quote, and neither of them actually cite any sources for how they got there. <laughs> but it's okay, we're trying. It's fine. As long as you don't stop it all the way. <laughs> Have to fucking like marry Merge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the worst. Um, <laughs> so anyways, they both say that the original meaning actually says obviously that the ties of people who have made a blood covenant, which means they've shed blood together like in battle or like right. made, like a blood mm. promise or whatever. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, were stronger than the family ties, which would be the water of the womb. The room, <laughs> the water of the womb. There is a quote from H. C. Trumbull, based on Arab saying, and this is where I think like maybe things got like yeah. mixed up here, um, because the quote is H. C. Trumbull said, "Quote: We in the West are accustomed to say that blood is thicker than water." But the Arabs have this idea that blood is thicker than milk, than a mother's milk. With them, any two children nourished at the same breast are called milk brothers or sucking brothers, and the tie between such is very strong. But the Arabs hold that those in the covenant of blood are closer than brothers at a common breast, that those who have tasted each other's blood are in a surer covenant than those who have tasted the same milk together, that blood liquors as the blood brothers are sometimes called, are more truly one than milk brothers or sucking brothers, that indeed blood is thicker than milk as well as thicker than water. So I kind of you know like that kind one of more aside right. from the fact <laughs> obviously right. licking blood, but 
I like just the more the idea of choosing your own family and that those relationships are more important than Mm -hmm. just family and that's not to say that family can't be important it's just saying that family's not always first right and family I don't know every family's different and every situation is different and there's no right or wrong exactly but I think, like, his quest, that I think it's these other two kind of looked at the Arab saying, and they were like, ah, no, and, like, it's... Made it something. Right. Like, so, like, do we get the original saying from that Arab saying, and that's why you're thinking that, or, yeah, you know, is a it... A mistranslation. Right, things. right. Um, that's the end of What is Sicker Than Water. I tried to keep this stuff short. <laughs> right. So, um, the next one I have to talk about is Ring Around the Rosie, which I always Aww. thought was about the plague. That's what I'd always been taught. It's not? We'll get there. It's about, oh, I think I know what it is, but I'm going to let you say it. We'll get there. Yeah. So, obviously, the most common version, uh, like, here in America I is... I do know what this one is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, the most common version, like, here in America is Ring Around the Rosie, a pocket full of posies, ashes, ashes, we all fall down. Y'all didn't hear shit. Shut the fuck up. So they all did that. We all did. So there's actually a couple variations um, in which the third line, the ashes, ashes, is replaced with red bird, blue bird, or green grass, yellow grass. Never heard either one of those in my life, but like. Okay, sure. Yeah, you know. Um, And then sometimes the ending is also changed to sweet bread, rye bread, squat. Or huh. one, two, three, squat, uh, which is odd, yes, but yeah. the explanation for this is that before the last line, the children all stop, yell it out together, you know, sweet bread, rye, but, or one, yeah. two, three, and then they all squat together, thus having a wonderful time and getting some energy yeah. out and getting yeah. all the exercise, Play. you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> fun fact the wording of the original as well as like when it began is just kind of unknown. We don't really know where it came from, like the specific wording or who started it. Nothing. Which, another fun fact, is also very common in nursery rhymes, I guess. Uh, yeah, as I found out. They're out of the blue. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's like, like when I did the like, Muffin Man, it was the same way. It was yeah. like, well, it could have been this, or it could have been this, but oh wait, there was a serial killer, yeah. and that wasn't true. Right, right. <laughs> and then like a lot of them are, you know, they're like um, oral first mm-hmm. before yeah. they're ever written down. So it's like, how do we? Right. It's it's the long game of telephone that we've yeah. been playing forever. Right. <laughs> Just shit gets mixed up as the years go because someone mishears it one time and they start saying it that way, and then yeah. it ends up becoming that thing. And I'm like, oh gosh, excuse me. That's contagious. Uh, don't start that. <laughs> but like, if you've never played the game or you don't know how the game is played, many versions of the game are played by having a group of children form a ring around someone, um, and then they dance in a circle with the final line. Oh, and then put the final line. Sorry, they stoop or they like curtsy or do you know something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the slowest child to like stoop or curtsy or bow or whatever they're doing is faced with like some type of penalty or they become the rosy. Um, so then they take the place in of the, the person in the middle. middle. And a very common British version is, uh, listen, I know it's the accent thing, but this shit throws me off every time I have to look at it. It's ring, a ra- 
I'm American, okay? I'm sorry to do this to y'all. It sounds so bad coming out of my mouth. But it's ring a ring of roses, a pocket full of posies, a tissue, a tissue. We all fall down. And I know that sounds probably 10 times better coming out of somebody with a British right. accent's mouth. <laughs> Not my fucking American accent. Yeah. But there were also many variations being used, like I said, long before it was actually printed. And one of these variations was recorded like after the fact um, in a book called The Old Homestead, a novel, which was from 1855, and it was written by Anne S. Stevens. Um, and this version was ring a ring of roses, laps full of posies, awake, awake, now come and make a ring, a ring of roses. Hmm. A little bit That was kind of spookier. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as well as like all these versions, obviously adults that are gross and disgusting are going to adult grossly and disgustingly and they're going to make up like lewd versions of it and stuff. I did not include any of those because... No, You're it's fucking not, disgusting. It's not important. <laughs> no. It has no, like, historical relevance. Yeah. Besides showing that people have always done shit, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck all of you. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Except our listeners that aren't terrible people. <laughs> but, um, there's we another version of it. followers. Oh man, but there is another version of it from Kate Greenaway's Mother Goose, or um, sometimes the book is called The Old Nursery Rhymes, and that's from 1881, and that version is ring a ring of roses, sorry, ring a ring a roses, a pocket full of posies, hush, 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 we're all tumbled down. Hmm. I feel like I've read the hush, hush line, but not that tumbled down. Yeah. Right. I don't know. I don't know. And then in 1883, William Wells Newell gave many variants of it in his book, Games and Songs of American Children. Um, One of these variations that he gave was from around 1790 in New Bedford, Massachusetts. Ring a ring a rosy, a bottle full of posy, all the girls in our town ring for little Josie. What? Yeah, odd and... You know, I can't figure out how the all the girls in our town like fits the theme. Like my brain and mouth cannot make it fit. Yeah. Do 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 do. do. Right. I listen. I don't know. Jess, you're the music person. Um. uh, I don't know. And then something I uh, was unaware of. Um, in his book, he mentions the fact that you know the last child to stoop or whatever has to deal with a penalty, or they take the place of the person in the center. But there was also an article that was written in 1846 in um, a daily afternoon paper called the Brooklyn Eagle. And in their description of the game, they described it in a little bit different version. (laughs) Where the kids all form a circle and then a boy takes a girl out and kisses her. What? (laughs) Excuse me. This is a children's game. Why are you allowing this? You realize... Our, our forefathers. Fucking weirdos. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. But I just was a little taken aback. Well, like, have you seen all those old pictures of, like, the kids, like, kissing each other? Yeah, Stuff true. on the lips, like, that was, like, it an was all the normal, st- it was a normal thing. 
Yeah. But it was also a forced thing, which is yeah. where I feel are like a lot of obviously shit they came from. Yeah, could be. Because could now be. you don't see that shit. Well, <laughs> as much. You do, just in certain places. <laughs> if anybody got that, you're uh, you're welcome. Uh, but <clears throat> as I mentioned before, we don't actually know the origin or the actual meaning of the game. There are obviously many theories, uh, like the plague theory, uh, which, uh, like I said, is the one I've heard, like pretty much my entire life. But uh, unfortunately, that theory is thought by many, many folklore scholars to be false and just essentially baseless. Um, however, this has still been the most common explanation since the mid 20th century. I promise we will get to it, okay guys, but there's just a little bit, a little bit we gotta do first, okay? So there's a couple theories from the late 19th century that came before that one. So in 1998, a dictionary of British folklore stated that the game was of pagan origin, hmm. and this idea was based on the Sheffield Glossary comparison to Jacob Grimm's Deutschke mythology, Deutsch? It's Deutsch, not Shut the fuck up, right? It's Deutsch mm -hmm. mythology. <laughs> I was like, Deutsch key? Yeah, I was like, okay. Oh, Deutsch key. My brain is not cooperating. Okay, guys, I'm fucking tired. <laughs> but um, it's a book he wrote to trace the like mythology and beliefs of ancient Germanic people. Mm. Um, and fun fact, if his name uh, sounds familiar, that's because it is. His full name was Jacob Ludwig Karl Grimm. But he also went by Ludwig Karl. He was a German author. Did you say Grimm? Yep. Huh. Like yep. Tales Grimm? Yep. Yeah. <gasps> yep. He was a German author, linguist, philologist. Wow. Oh, philosopher. No. Oh, um, I thought that's what you. Philologist. That's mm. what it said. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck that is. That's I've got a lot of information me. here. Okay. I could have added that to the fun fact, but I decided not to. <laughs> um, he was also a, jur a jurist and also a folklorist. Um, he was Wilhelm Grimm's older brother, hence making the Brothers Grimm. Grimm. And not only did he edit the Grimm's fairy tales, he also formulated Grimm's law of linguistics, which <laughs> I had to stop myself from like researching and adding in. I did a little bit of research, but it would have just been too much. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I stopped myself. Fair enough. Um, so anyways... This theory says that the game is in reference to pagan myths, and it cites a passage that says, Gifted children of fortune have the power to laugh roses as Freya wept gold. So basically, this theory is saying that the first part of the, like, the rhyme is indicative of pagan beings of light. Hmm. You know. Yeah. Light, positivity, like good vibes. And yeah. yeah. Sure. And then now we come to the Great Plague Theory. Uh, like I said, this theory's been pretty prevalent since just after the Second World War, so it's actually like the most recent theory, basically. Before the war, the people interpreting the rhyme never even mentioned that it could possibly be associated with the Great Plague or the earlier bubonic huh. plague, which, if you were unaware, um, there were three stages of the plague that like mm -hmm. swept through, um, and the Great Plague was just the last epidemic yeah. of yeah. the plague as a whole. By the early 1950s, this appears to have become a very well-known explanation for the rhyme. I'm sure, you know, most people you talk to will say, Oh yeah, did you know that's about the Great Plague? However, what I forgot to mention earlier is that there are some versions of the game where the kids would, like, sneeze and then fall down. 
Um, so, you know, if you think about the great plague, you're yeah. probably like sneezing and sick and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but also sneezing at that time was indicative of superstitious and supernatural beliefs in many cultures. What? Yeah, I I did not realize that. (laughs) Um, Sneezing was bad? Weird. They weren't just like, oh, it's pollen season. Right? (laughs) It's the devil. (laughs) Everything is the demon. You're the devil. Oh, man. Um, The power of Christ compels you. Um, There's this married couple of... They were a couple. They were folklorists. Their names are Peter and Iona Opie. Um, and at the time, they were the leading authority on nursery rhymes. Like, they knew everything. If you had a question about a nursery rhyme, the history, they were anything, the they were the ones you talked to. Of nursery rhymes. Yeah. <laughs> Their whole thing is that they used modern techniques to study children's literature and games to try and figure out, like, the meanings and the origins and stuff. And they said, quote, The invariable sneezing and falling down in modern English versions have given would-be origin finders the opportunity to say that the rhyme dates back to the Great Plague. A rosy rash, they allege, was a symptom of the plague and posies of herbs were carried as protections and to ward off the smell of the disease. Sneezing or coughing was a final symptom of the disease and all fall down was exactly what happened. In case you didn't know what it was called, a posy of herbs, that's like when they would stuff the plague masks mm-hmm. yeah. to keep from smelling. It was like the bouquet of flowers. Yeah. yeah. Because that was going to help. <laughs> well, they just did it for the smell. They didn't want to smell the death, basically. Yeah. I don't know. Fair. With that much death, I don't know how much flowers <laughs> yeah, right? like, it, but sure. Um, like I said, most folklore scholars don't back this theory for a number of reasons. One of which being that this plague explanation didn't actually appear until the mid-20th century anyway. Um, the symptoms described don't really actually fit that well with the symptoms of the plague. Yeah. It's kind of like, nah. <laughs> um, there are also many, many forms of the plague, so this just makes it kind of unlikely that the modern version is not actually the oldest version, and the words on which the interpretation are based are not found in a lot of the early records of That's the rhyme. Bizarre. Right, mm-hmm. like it's just, you know what? <laughs> It is what it is, right? Yeah. So yeah, versions of the rhyme from Europe in the 19th century suggest that the fall wasn't a literal fall, but something more along the lines of like a curtsy or a bow, as these were very common in other singing games at the time. Mm. Uh, To make a long story short, we still don't actually know. Mm. Oh, There's like nothing definitive. We haven't like found any evidence or anything to suggest one way or the other. Interesting. So, Isn't there a theory, or am I thinking of the wrong rhyme, is that people think that it's uh, related to, like, opium? I think that's the a posies? different one. The pocket full of posies? No? I, mean, I think I have heard that, but I don't know exactly. I was going to say, I have probably. heard that, but I didn't find anything about it in like an official, yeah. any research. Oh, yeah, Look that shit. <laughs> well, um, that's the end of part one. It's so weird to see the changes throughout the years, yet at the same time, how they stay kind of similar. Right, right. Yeah, and there's more like. And it's like two. some of them feel like drastic changes, but still somewhat feel yeah. familiar. Well, and it's like when you think about it too, like the way our speaking has changed yeah. throughout the years True. as well. Yeah. Like, of course, like old English is well. way different than how yeah. we speak today. 
Uh, um, I don't know where you that's left That's the that end. That's the end. We about left without saying Yeah. Yeah. We are <laughs> talking about other stuff. It's late. We're all tired. And we just have an hour drive home. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, social yeah, media. That's the end of part one. All that crap. You know the drill. Yeah. Check yeah. out our social media. Um, we will see y'all later. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye.